Welcome to a very sexy episode of Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever podcast. I'm your host, Brian LeBen, and my valentine for today is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke, on Valentine's Day? Oh, what a sexy day it is. <laughs> and um, it is. I, uh, I wrote you up a little uh, like Minions Valentine and gave you that with some uh, oh. little candy hearts, so I hope nice. you enjoy that. I got you this big giant heart filled with chocolates, uh, but I maybe ate all of them oh no Sorry. i wanted some chocolate well you said wait it's v-day right you said valentine's i thought it was veterans day no 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 it's it's valentine's day i was wondering why my girlfriend always wants me to buy her presents on veterans day it's like uh you're not a you reserve uh i don't think so Ugh. so this is making a lot of sense now yeah it's valentine's day all across the usa <laughs> okay it's valentine's day in the usa um, any uh, any plans or any uh, nice things you did for your loved one today? Uh, I delivered her flowers to her work. Oh, that's nice. And um, she surprised me with a heart-shaped pizza for lunch. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Which was pretty great. Um, and then this weekend, I think, I don't know, we're going to do something. We haven't planned yeah, it. That's what I think we're going to do, too. I made uh, Kyle breakfast this morning, but yeah, we might have dinner tonight but then we're gonna do something this weekend and our valentine to uh our listeners here is the eight best songs you'll hear all week we uh each select four songs in private in the privacy of our own homes (laughs) and keep it a secret from each other so you're gonna hear our genuine reactions you might hear me say lordy lordy barry gordy or hear brian say papa likey and that's our stamp of approval means we love that song and we sign off on it so shall we begin Indeed. So I told you I had a bonkers opener, and Mm. uh, that is the truth of it, because I'm really interested to see what you specifically... I've been uh, waiting to play this song for a few weeks, and I really want to see what you think of it, because there's just some, some crazy electronics and guitar sounds and some auto tune that in a, in a odd way, but... Uh, I think you're going to dig it. This comes from a band called The Voids, formerly Julian Casablancas and The Voids. You may know Julian Casablancas from The Strokes, from his solo album Phrases for the Young, which have you heard that album ever? No. I love it. It's great. And there's a cover of the SNL I Wish It Was Christmas Today song at the end of it. Oh, I do. See, You've that's, heard that. that's yeah. the Julian Casablancas song I know the most. Yeah. It, because I actually really like the, it's the so SNL great. version of that song. I love and I And I love yeah. the Julian Casablancas album or version as well. But that album uh, is, there's some crossover, I feel like, with all of his work. But with The Voids, they really did. They came out with an album in 2014 called tyranny and it was very eclectic blend of styles like some like brooding electronic stuff some dark rock and punk and then there was some like popular ones like more along the lines of his solo stuff and strokes really good album i pretty much guarantee you i'll love anything he does but this new one they're trying to kind of make it a little more accessible their second album virtue comes out March 30th on Julian's own Cult Records. And Julian said this about the album, Our goal was to make a record that a wider audience would enjoy as much as we enjoyed the first album, Tyranny. 
Still a swirl of different styles, but I think this might be the most eclectic record I've ever been a part of. There's a song on there for everyone. And you can tell how eclectic it is just by like the three songs that have been released. The first one, Leaving In My Dreams, is like bouncy pop. And then the new one is like this expansive ballad with a build called Pointlessness. And then there's this one, Curious. And Curious is spelled Q y-u-r-r-y-u-s all in caps and their band name is spelled the voids with a z Mm. which all these choices are just so strange and i love them and that's the same thing i would say about this song just a lot of just odd choices but it really comes together in a cool way so let's uh enter the voids well we're not, hey, guys, hey, guys, we're hey. not going to enter you, but let's enter I mean, it the is, void. It is a Valentine's Day episode. Hey, you, you might get lucky. So let's enter the void as we listen to the voids. Curious. dug that song 
it was cool it was weird uh a lot going on and i want to listen to it more uh but uh, yeah it it felt like familiar but like nothing else at the same time and there was just so so many uh different parts to it that it it was a cool combination very strange universe and yeah I, i enjoyed it exactly it's just yeah a lot of different stuff together and there's this great video that i feel like just adds to the whole aesthetic it's julian's directorial debut and uh this video is amazing it's like looks like it was shot on vhs may have been and there's like cheesy lightning effects and green screen so it looks like an 80s rock video there's a random hot girl dancing on a ladder while it rains hot girl (laughs) yep let's watch it check it out um but but their guitarist beardo also has this he's hilarious i love him i want to listen to some of his music i haven't yet but he does some solo stuff but he has under beardo yeah just beardo just beardo oh that's um and uh He's got like a mullet and like a mustache, and he kind of looks like Frank Zappa. And I was like, I could so see this being a Zappa video. Does he have a beard? Not now. <laughs> he just has the stash. He should change weird. it to Stasho. <laughs> I like that. This is Beardo's side project, Stasho. <laughs> also, this album was produced by Sean Everett, who has just an amazing list of credits that includes some of like my favorite albums from the past five years, like. He mixed uh, a song I'm going to play later in the episode. He mixed Heinz' album, I Don't Run, um, Perfume Genius, The War on Drugs, A Deeper Understanding. Like, uh, He produced Lucius's Good Grief, which I don't think you've ever heard. No, I haven't. And you need to hear yeah. it because it's great. And um, he did the Last Voids album and helps give it this crazy, He's amazing sound. quite the mixologist. Yeah, he really is. I wonder if he makes them cocktails while he's uh, mixing. One would hope. Just I mean, mi- isn't mixing sound in uh, one hand, mix- cocktails yeah. on the other? I like that. So that was the voids with Curious from Virtue, which is out March 30th on Colt Records. All right, I'm super excited to play you my first song, which I've been, which I originally was like, "Hey, Luke, you got to listen to the new Caro Caro Benito song." And I said, "I will never." Right. No. No. I mean, you you just didn't. And then I actually reached out for it, not thinking I would get it. So I was like, hold off on it, and then got permission for it from the yeah, band, baby. which was really nice. I'm them. really glad you did get permission because I didn't really want to have to wait like a week or two to listen to right. it. Um, uh, it is it is so good for uh for you, for, for you out there who don't know, they are a trio from London made up of sarah gus and jamie just down home londoners uh and they make super poppy bright wonderful uh music sarah was born in japan and moved to to london uh she has a japanese mother and british father and so she brings j-pop into the mix does some japanese rapping in some songs nice um they they mix elements of uh like i said j-pop kind of video game sounds cotton candy gumballs you know they just throw it all up in there and make some just crazy bright super poppy music with very colorful album art which is pretty uh representative of the sound absolutely and they they've put out two albums uh intro bonito which came Mm -hmm. out in 2014 and bonito generation and 
Benito Generation, which came out in 2016. Uh, this single that they released is not attached necessarily to a new album. I hope it is. If they're uh, if they're going for every two years, then it would make sense that they yeah. release something this year. Uh, but this is a uh, this is an interesting song from them. They kind of uh, turn in some of their um, electronics for some organic instrumentation Hmm. and um it's a good song so i want to listen to it before talking too much about it i want to fulfill my destiny of hearing it so let's get to it let's let's do this this is caro caro benito with only acting when i step onto the stage see the curtain raise i'm apparent i've got someone to play all the crowd are in the seats Looking straight at me for an answer They just get what they see They applaud in the ashes Locking the door till the matinee So I get to know the cast Though it doesn't last I'm a pro but I won't take it too
what the fuck did I just listen to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. Special Valentine's Day. First right? one of, of the V-Day. Wow. Um, I Where do I even begin <laughs> with that song? Right. I liked it. Like, at first, I, I would have been happy with just that. But I knew it was going to build and do something crazy, like, later on. But... I was like digging it from the beginning and every twist and turn it took. I loved it. I, it got so chaotic at times in a way that I really like, which I feel like it was a perfect song to follow the voids, which is just yeah that one of a kind, just some crazy, strange, but really cool choices that just give it a one of a kind feel. Yeah. The, the chaos at the end, when I first heard it, it threw me for a loop, but I have a uh, sense. I just, I love it so much. The uh, the very end part that has her vocal uh, in it mixed in with it's just beautifully yeah cur- like chaotically ambient music. It's so strange. I, also, I really like that. You know what I thought was really cool? Um, the cutting in of that screaming. Mm-hmm. Like the first time, it was just like a really quick like burst and then cut off really quick and then obviously that whole skipping and like shutting down and then starting yeah. back up and i've always thought like making it seem like making it seem like the song you're playing is like skipping or malfunctioning or something is a really cool idea yeah it is it's it's fun so yeah the last like you know 30 seconds was super cool but then um it, like you said it starts off and it's just kind of a subdued version of their style like super poppy really bright yeah nice and then um they introduce awesome weezer-esque electric guitar which they never had and it sounded so good together i loved it that in itself was kind of chaotic just because it's so big and loud like i mean we've heard big rock choruses before but damn like that one is really big and yeah i just it was like a lot but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if this signifies a new direction for them, if it's just a one-off song that they're going to do like that or, or what, but um, it's a, a band that has not disappointed me at all yet, and uh, they're so exciting. I love them so much. They're endlessly enjoyable. All of their music videos are ridiculous. Like, they're just so adorable. Nice. And um, all their live performance videos are so much fun. They're just beautiful souls, and uh, yeah, I I love their their output. So keep putting stuff out, baby. So that was Caro Caro Bonito with only acting. Uh, it's out now, and there's also if you don't enjoy all the craziness, there's a radio edit that cleans cleans that out and uh, just and takes ha- out all the swears. Yeah, I'm just kidding. there were no swears. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, check check out the radio edit as well and just check out that band yeah i need to listen to their uh past couple albums i really haven't spent that much time with them but i really like what they do uh she uh there's a great song called sick beat that's where you start start with the song called sick Beat. i mean that sounds great right there. it's a lot about how she loves playing video games and she can beat anyone if you're a boy or a girl or a supercomputer it doesn't matter oh okay and uh she yeah. also okay, takes on. Okay, we'll see. Take me on in Smash Bros. <laughs> and she also uh, takes on gender roles and is like, I don't want to do girly things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck girly things. <laughs>
So yeah. <laughs> um I uh I like how you said that song is called Sick Beat where it's like kind of like complimenting their own song and, a little, and like <laughs> For that sure. Void song the first lyric is hot track. It's like okay guys. I mean, you did I agree with you, but right. like don't take it down a notch, okay? All right, so for the entire month of January, every week I would come into this here room that we call the Doom Tomb with just the brightest smile on my face. Oh, we're going to make a fun podcast episode. We're going to have some fun. And then my own cousin makes me declare myself the fucking loser in front of my world and community. And um, so... This happens when we reach out for the same song, and Brian has gotten it every time. You're quick on the draw. I'm yeah. slow. I'm I'm a uh, quick draw McGraw, as they call me in the uh, permissy world, and uh, I'm winning right now four to nothing. Um, and I, that means I've been the winner four times. But you're this is a time. This is a lo- a time of love. This exactly. is an episode a day of, of love. love. And from one cuzzo to another. <laughs> Brian said, hey, this is a total Luke song, so you can have it. And I'm really glad you did, because I feel like I uh, got more attached to this song than maybe you did. Um, mm-hmm. And I I wasn't sure what to think of it at first, but the more I listened to it, the more I really like it. Um, this is uh, the band Ockerville River, and this is the musical project of Will Chef. And I always think of Will Chef as like uh, folks Ben Folds. <laughs> Because he kind of looks like him and kind of has a low voice like mm-hmm. him. Although, to be honest, I would pick Chef over Folds any day of the week. Indeed. Away was one of my favorite albums of 2016, but it was an album that came out of like some tough times for Will, like his band splitting up and some personal stuff he was going through. And uh, so he wrote the album by himself and then brought in a bunch of great musicians to record. And um, the band that toured with him for that album is now pretty much the new iteration of Ockerville River. And uh, that album was softer folk with some like jazzy parts, but this new album in the rainbow rain is going to be the exact opposite. You can tell from this song we listen to it's called don't move back to LA. Will chef said the song had a very straightforward impulse behind it. A bunch of my best friends all moved to LA and I was really sad about it. So I wrote a song about how I didn't want them to leave. I think the song is also kind of about my deep and long-held desire to get the hell out of New York. And uh, so this song is that relatable feeling of not wanting your friends to move away, basically. And uh, he actually calls out a couple people in the first verse. And I feel like that whole first verse is just like inside jokes that like one of his friends are in L.A. being like, hey, that's me. Hey, there I am. Um, but so let's take a listen. This is Ockerville River with Don't Move Back to L.A.
Yeah, that song's lovely. Uh, I I really like the hazy, dreamy guitars. 
floating around with the background vocals i think are, are my favorite part of that song um and it, it is uh it has a sense of humor to it as well which is which is fun like you said having those kind of like inside jokes most mm-hmm. likely uh to to his friends um my uh my ockerville river album of of choice is uh the s- stage names from 2007 mm-hmm. and that's my one favorite my other favorite is the silver gymnasium from 2014 yeah and stage names uh had a nice kind of off kilter rock vibe to it and um you know this is pretty far from that so it, it throws me for a loop just because it's not necessarily like what i like so much about him but at the same time it's it's a really really beautifully constructed song and so much going on so many layers of sound at the same time which i appreciate yeah and you're talking about like the uh sense of humor and i love the little meta line of like in two weeks i'll drop this track and right. you can have your new york city back that's where you hear him talking about wanting to leave new york and um but like when i first listened to this song like i didn't love it as much as ockerville river r.i.p which was the first one from the last one which is all about like the band ending and all mm. that stuff he's going through is just like this long painful ballad that i just loved it was like perfect and I just didn't feel that so much with this one, but the more I listen to it, I like it a lot more. And um, I've been listening to a lot of '60s folk because I told I meant to mention earlier I've been listening to the Rolling Stone like 500 greatest albums of all time, so a lot of '60s folk rock and psychedelic rock. And um, I've been listening to a lot of Dylan, and so this made sense to me in terms of like mm-hmm. away they nailed the folk sound. It's like freewheeling Bob Dylan. Then they're going electric. <laughs> Highway 61, yeah. baby. Uh, revisited. And uh, so I feel like that is uh, kind of the kind of a natural progression from the last one because it was so stripped down because of what he was going through. But now he's got like a solid band with him. And so they can do this stuff. But um, I also the the cover is like this kind of like lake or swamp type thing that's like you know like brown and gray and then there's this like pyramid that looks like a greenhouse with like this bright green jungle in it and i just thought that was cool because it like the cover for the last one is like a forest and like i in my writing on my website called this river rock which obviously it's in their name aqua river but also like mutual benefit and sufjan stevens like that music that brings to mind like forests and lakes and rivers. And um, so I feel like the album cover is like that, that dull like marsh. And then there's this like bright pyramid, which is like this new sound on top of their old sound. I might be totally off reading into it too much, but I, I thought if that's what they were going for, it was a nice touch. So that was Ockerville River with Don't Move Back to LA from In the Rainbow Rain out April 27th on ATO. This was the song that was also mixed by Sean Everett. Good job, Sean. Yay. Love your work. Keep it up. Keep mixing. Just keep mixing. JKM. So I I woke up this morning. You woke? St. Valentine's Day. Uh, Check my email inbox and there was a nice Valentine's Day treat waiting for me in there. A new song from Eleanor Friedberger. I am such a huge fan of hers. You are. You told me about her, and she's awesome. She is awesome. Um, you know, she she got her start back 
in 2003 with Fiery Furnaces with her brother. Really? I didn't and was... oh yeah, have you not listened to Fiery then. Furnaces? I, it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Oh, I don't man. know if I have. They made some some really like dense, poppy, very off kilter um, indie rock. Sounds very right strange, um, very heady and, and dense. Uh, not very much like what she makes now. She started a solo career, uh, I think, like in 2011, and has released three solo albums, and each of them are fantastic. They kind of embraced that 60s, 70s um, singer-songwriter rock, uh, kind of folky, but yeah, a little fol- not totally folky, but. Um, like good electric like guitar rock. The last one had some really beautiful, like yeah. orchestrated folk songs. Um, so it, she decided uh, that she wanted to switch her sound up, and she's going. Uh, she has recorded the last couple albums with a full band, and this time she was influenced by the the sounds that she was hearing on a, her on a vacation to Greece, uh, and decided she wanted to make the album herself with just some program drums. Uh, mm-hmm. synth and muted guitar when she was in greece she was there with a friend who uh, knows greece well and was like what's one thing i have to do before i go she's like oh you got to go to this club called the rebound and so they go and it's like a 80s goth dance oh, club awesome. where like people it's like you feel really comfortable dancing awkwardly by yourself you know it's really nice. dark and she was just so influenced by this sound and so that's kind of what she hmm. got got influence from but she it's it's not you know it's not like an 80s goth record or anything but right. you can hear the change in the instrumentation and uh it does sound different so i want to hear it are you interested yeah all right cool let's listen this is eleanor friedberger with in between stars
So when that song started, I was like, this this seems like some Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy material right here. And then as it went on, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. And then at the end, I was like, I hate this song. No kidding. Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was an interesting pace. And yeah. um, it, I that guitar sound originally i i mean by itself was kind of a cool sound that sounded out of some like interesting 80s pop but then like the harmonizing with it in the end like the harmonizing guitar is just adding on there that was awesome and yeah it was like so i was expecting it to be like really dark like brooding electronics and because you were talking about right, like the 80s she's doing more just the drum and stuff, synth yeah. and the 80s goth stuff. There was kind of that dark breakdown at one point. Um, but yeah, not at all what I expected. I was like, oh, this is still pretty uh, fun and bouncy. For sure. Yeah. And it, it's, it did start like the first verse had the uh, spirit of Eleanor, you know, and it sounded almost like it could have been a song on another one of her albums and then when the second verse came in with that weird guitar sound and the kind of the the thumping synth yeah uh it's like oh something's something's a little off here um and in a really interesting way and then kind of the dark ambient break in the middle it just points to some interesting directions that this could go and uh it's it's always fun when an artist you really like switches their sound up retains what's so great about uh them but gives you the you know the possibility of moving into these interesting directions and i think that's what she's done here yeah i'm digging the new aesthetic and the the album art is really cool too and is perfectly fitting looks like some goofy 80s album art with all these like bright squiggly lines and stuff yeah man she actually named the album after the club in greece so the the album's called rebound talking about hooping yeah talking about hooping rebound baby so that was eleanor friedberger with in between stars from rebound which is out may 4th on french kiss records oh perfect valentine's day record label (laughs) i i would love 
you know, like you described this 80s goth club. That sounds great on its own, but with like a basketball court, uh, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. And yeah, man. That would be super fun. <laughs> then they got the double meaning of rebound. Well, I don't know what the original meaning was, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe just rebound from your your daily darkness. Man, it would be really fun to see some 80s goth kids playing basketball. Yeah. You know, passing the ball. I bet someone... <laughs> passing the ball? And I then bet. you know what they're doing after that? Shooting, Shooting it. <laughs> I bet someone would probably take out some sharp object and pop the ball at some point. Yeah. So. Oh, man. This one. Oh, what's wrong he's nothing very, it's very so pain. it's so right um this this album just gets me and um it probably already one of my favorite if not like my favorite album of the year so far and it's not even out yet it's on first listen you can hear it i've already listened to a bunch but it's such a beautiful album this is the low anthem oh yeah with the album cool. the salt doll went to measure the depth of the sea uh-huh and so uh, for the uninitiated, the Low Anthem is a band from Rhode Island founded by best friends in a baseball diamond back in 2006. Nice. Yeah. Uh, ben Knox Miller and Jeff Pristowski played baseball together and they decided to make a band. And uh, now it's a four piece with Brian Minto and Florence Grace Wallace. But uh, their band is perfectly named for their sound. It is gentle, but anthemic and just like kind of soft folk. Um but with very interesting uh, things added on top of it. And in 2016, while they were touring in support of their fourth album, Island. I think it's pronounced Island, Luke. You're probably right, though. Is it I-S? Is it, is no, it it's E-Y-E-L-A-N-D. Oh, yeah. It's I- Island is right. Island, or maybe it's Island. That would make sense. But... Anyway, their van was in a, a wreck on a, on the way to a show in D.C., and some of the uh, band members were injured, and that was kind of uh, where the inspiration for the album came from. Uh, in the NPR article, Ben Knox Miller said, I remember looking at the burning van wrapped around a steel pole and knowing it was the end of Island. I wasn't hurt, so I rented a box truck and packed up all our broken instruments and drove from D.C. to Providence. That night I was reading Kay Larson's biography of John Cage, When the Heart Beats, and came across the Salt Doll fable. I found several versions of the Salt Doll story, but all basically tell the story of a doll who wants to know the ocean. It puts its toe in and knows something, but loses its toe. Puts its foot in and knows more, but loses its foot, and so on. I began to imagine this journey... And 16 days later, the first version of our new album was written and recorded. I had to wait for Jeff to recover, and together we rendered the final version. So we'll talk a lot more about this after we listen to it. Let's uh, take a listen to Give My Body Back by The Low Anthem. There were deserts on the seafloor, mountains higher than any peak you'll ever see up upon dry land as I fall
Seaweed forests swayed You into the limestone road Ancient merchants laid Underwater cyclones Tearing at my skin I see the edges soften As I shed some part back in As I fall I give my body spread as weight cutlery of silver salt and pepper shake the octopus is guarding the fire coral grove walking on my heels now the water took my toes as I fall I give my body back as I fall I give my body Such a beautiful song deserves a beautiful Papa Likey. Yes. Yeah, I really, really like that song. Um, it's so minimal. It reminds me a lot of like a Paul Simon song from the Simon and Garfunkel mm. days. Without Garfunkel, though. Like it, his voice reminds me a little bit of Paul Simon. It's just a beautiful folk song, and the percussion is in the song is really weird, and it almost sounds to me like a record that a uh, needle that's at the end of a record, like loop you know mm-hmm. it's just a, a, a strange noise i like it totally a just lot like a little, uh, clicking rumbling thing yeah and just everything is so carefully curated in that like just the small piano line here um i don't know it's just it's such a well-executed folk song i like yeah. it a lot and that's the thing is like um there's some higher energy ones there's some like this then there's like but they add electronics, and you don't really hear that on this one, but some they add electronics, but still that very kind of minimal, um, very soft and subtle, then builds off of that. But the name of the song is Give My Body Back, and when I first saw it, I was like, thought it was like, hey, give my body back. You took my body. I want yeah. it back. Um, but then I listened to it, and um, I had heard like a fragment of this on the album teaser, and had been waiting like a month, like just like excited to hear any mm-hmm. song from this because like I just heard a snippet and loved it. He's talking about giving your body back to the water and that idea of the salt doll like dissolving into the water but gaining this knowledge of what the ocean is. And um, just the imagery that he paints with his words just like desert deserts on the seafloor mountains higher than you've ever seen on dry land and just creates this kind of magical musical little world and we often talk about how there was a sort of golden age of indie rock from maybe like 2003 2004 to like 2010 2011 and i feel like this would have fit perfectly in with a lot of that stuff and you know some of my favorite music is from that time because that's when i first like started falling in love with music and uh i i think a kind of strange but good comparison is the unicorns who will cut our hair when we're gone because um 
it's just i mean obviously this is much more somber and like they don't totally share the style but i just feel like the like blending of styles and introducing electronics in a new way that you hadn't really heard and there's actually a song that comes later on the album that is kind of uh synth poppy and reminds me of like tough ghosts by the unicorns oh, type wow. thing huh. but again a, a very different stylistically but i just feel like the experimentation while still keeping it like really kind of familiar indie rock folk type thing uh they share that and i i just heard so many comparisons to like amazing you pulled paul simon out of there i didn't even think of that but i can see it and uh his voice reminds me of john k sampson at times mm-hmm. but obviously like a lot softer and like yeah. I, I love how he stays really soft like that like the whole album and uh but he's got that warmth to it that we always love about um his voice also reminds me of like who we just listened to Ockerville river sometimes neutral milk hotel just so many of my favorites i hear traces of it and they're just doing a really cool thing with this new album and it came out of some tough times for them as great albums often do but um just this concept with the salt dial the way he executes it throughout the story is really just perfect so you got me excited to listen to this, man. You you did a great job selling this. I don't know if they're paying you, but like they should because I can't wait. I'm gonna listen to this on on my, the drive home after we record or after we're done here. You it absolutely sounds fantastic. Should. You're gonna love it. Uh, you 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 nailed it, Low Anthem. I'm I'm really uh loving what you've done with this new album. February 23rd on Joyful Noise. That was the Low Anthem with Give My Body Back. From the salt dial went to measure the depth of the sea. Oh, by the way, that line about the octopus is guarding. Oh, like, wait uh, a minute. Wait a give minute. Give it a little nod to Mr. Ringo Starr, huh? Ringo. I got your number, Ben Knox Miller. I know what you're up to over there. Oh, man. That's crazy. But I love the nautical theme. Sorry. <laughs> Just okay. chime back in. But that's something else I love about this is the nautical theme. It's nice to have a nice naughty cold song <laughs> or, you know, the Valentine's Day Getting episode. Getting naughty on V-Day. That's right. Son of a funk guitarist. <laughs> is that is that a new swear? No. No, it's a descriptor for the next person I'm going to play here. Yeah, he's a son of a funk guitarist. Uh, his name is Topaz Jones. Have you ever heard him before? No. Oh. But who's his oh, father? Well. Mr. Jones. <laughs> no, he he was the uh, one Bob Dylan talked about in Ballad of the Thin Man. Yeah, Mr. Jones. You know he, uh, <laughs> you know him. He yeah. was a funk, oh, that guy. a funk guitarist. He played in a few different bands, most notably a funk band called Slave, which I have not listened to. Hmm. But um, yeah. anyway, um, so Topaz Jones grew up around the music industry. Uh, he's he's only 24 right now, and he it has been. Uh, making some great funk rap fusion uh it's it's really remarkable uh this this sound that he has uh, really made himself like i don't think uh people are doing it quite the way he is hmm. uh and and it's really very very catchy and wonderful to listen to uh he grew up in new jersey and kind of scraped his way uh up in the in the music world he just he started making 
music by himself with garage band in high school nice um he did some you know kind of part-time jobs here or there playing shows in in like small galleries and and stuff like that uh put out his independent debut in 2014 and um after that he was uh, able to do some tour spots with like big sean and ty dollar sign nice. so he that wow. kind of you know got him going and then in 2016 he released an album called arcade which is which is very good and uh, that got picked up by some blogs re- reviews uh, got a good review on pitchfork mm-hmm. and uh now he's back 2018 he's, he just released uh like a i don't know if it's ep or single but it has two just two songs mm-hmm. on it and they are both just fantastic and really find him like honing down this funk rap fusion sound that he's going for mm-hmm. he's a you know he's a, a musician a singer a rapper and he talks a lot about how collaboration is super important for him and um he asked his aunt to come in and just kind of scream some stuff for the <laughs> intro of this song nice. so you'll hear his aunt in there he he got um some different friends of his to be band members and just to create a warm wonderful sugary sweet sound so i think you're really gonna like this sounds delicious like a valentine's treat it is delicious but you got to be careful because too much may rot your teeth and the name of the song is toothache so (sighs) it goes together (laughs) so you got to be careful okay so let's listen to topaz jones with toothache i'll get my sensodyne out
like a special You the sugar honey ass tea The same way out of my league I ain't gotta trick my tree Hands high and stick up I ride with my niggas But what about you in the front seat? Act a fool, can't take them anywhere we go Hey cool, but get your hands off my Chillin' with them collagens Kiss me the collagen I see you modeling at least get some collagen I mean at least get your GD The flow sick, someone please call the CDC TBT, they ain't see me as a threat Look, now I'm hitting triple devil like I'm Russell Westbrook It gets shook when they hit away, I'm coming now Hold the summer down, what's with all the run around? Wild goose chase, I'm done with it I shoot fades, y'all ducking it Y'all shoot bricks, you bucket list Every year I gotta write a new bucket list uh, Don't make me call you by your government Rappers ain't shit without they publicists Something's up with these girls on the net Man, and booty, y'all don't what you pumping with uh, I'm getting right to the pump a nickel Traveling like I just double dribble You're all stepping, I study the fundamentals All the tail flags, drop a fucking missile A couple issues need addressing, right? Academy teaching lessons like When you see me better recognize As bad as she is, I might let it slide Absolutely. Gonna give that a lordy lordy very gordy. Yeah. Boy gee, man. <laughs> um that, that was great. Um I mean I loved the the James Brown get up off of your ass type thing in uh-huh. the beginning. That um, was his aunt. Oh, that was his <laughs> yeah, aunt. Yeah. I thought it was him. I didn't Nope. Nope, that I was his aunt. Uh, I forgot you said it was his aunt, yeah. but um I uh but then oh my god his rapping is amazing and just the funky compositions loved the bass, every part man. of it the bass in that song is out of control it just never stopped being no. great and like the second verse that he did was like somehow even better than the first one I loved it yeah I don't know anyone else who's doing quite that yeah it's like so 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 funky and then he is a great rapper and a great singer like uh yeah he's 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 doing it man he knows what he's doing and he's doing it he was born into the funk he's got the funk in his junk you know what i mean (laughs) he sure does man um yeah i this was the uh the first song i've ever heard from him and then i've gone back and uh listened to arcade which is good but I, i feel like he is on the rise like he's gonna release his next album that he puts out is just gonna be incredible so i would definitely be sure to be on the lookout for the next thing from topaz jones so that was topaz jones with toothache which is out now on new funk academy all right well my last song comes from some local boys this is an electronic duo from detroit called pylons p-y-y-l-o-n-s with two eyes, I got some fun spellings in this episode. Man, do you? You ever. got the voids with the Z and curious, then two Ks in Ockerville River, which like t- you guys are getting dangerously close. Don't add another Ooh, K. No, there. no, no, no. Um, Pylons is a duo of brothers. They make instrumental hip hop, electronic type stuff, and uh, it's kind of got an old school hip hop vibe with like a chopped up sample, but then add different elements and manipulate the sound in really cool ways. So. Let's take a listen to Pylons with Honey is Sweeter Than Blood. Uh, 
are they turntablists? No, this is more digitally based. Okay. Not turntablist, more just uh, chopping up samples. Okay. Uh, I'm still going to give it a papalikey. It recalled to me, uh, I, I really like uh, turntablist music a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your your DJ Shadows, your RJD2s. Oh, yeah. Um, th- that kind of thing. And it, even though I, I was really, really hoping that they were you know purists in that way right but they they are able to evoke that feel and i i love that feel so much right. just the the chopped up beat um different interesting uh sounds going on uh it 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 hit the right and buttons for me that sort of strange panning and bringing sounds right. up and down um what if i told you that you actually knew the person who made this song and not only do you know him He's a good friend of yours, and he's your dungeon master, your lord and savior. Oh, weird. Really? Yes. This is our friend Ben and oh, his brother Alex. Uh, they are the duo that makes up Pylons. That's and this, crazy. I was like nervous before this because I was just like, this could go terribly wrong. I mean, I know the song's great, but I was just like nervous of like, how's this going to go? What if Ryan doesn't like or something? You gave it a pop likey. That yeah. went way better than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. I, I, uh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to talk to him yeah. about this. this uh, great. I have this playlist that I made years ago of my favorite, like, um, turntable yeah. instrumental DJ music. And I was like, man, this could like, this could flow into this mix like right. nicely. It's it's pretty good. It's it's impressive. Yeah. And they're gonna have a lot more singles coming out. You can find them on SoundCloud, uh, P Y Y L O N S Pylons. And um, I was uh, I, w- I was over at Ben's place, and he was showing me some of the stuff he was working on. And um, I mean, you can hear it in that song, but you know he his day job is as an engineer. So I feel like he just has this crazy engineer's mind. And when he applies it to electronic music, he does like insane things. And he was showing me just how he creates some of those, like where like the volume lowers, raises and pan in like, it's just crazy. I was kind of lost. He's like, yeah, I like this triggers this. And then you run it through here and then it does that. And I was like, Oh my God. So yeah, I was really blown away with this. Um, you should also check out his brother who also makes it with him. Uh, Alex, he records under the name a Smith, a C E M Y T H. And, um, he does more like a EDM style thing, but, um, he's also on SoundCloud and yeah. So check these guys out on SoundCloud. They're gonna, I was, they've got like a handful of, uh, songs they've released, but I was really uh, impressed with this one. I'm yeah, looking forward to. That's cool. Yeah. So that was Pylons with "Honey Is Sweeter Than Blood." Go find them on SoundCloud. All right. Well, the time has come to end the episode. This is the last song. Every episode must end. They can't go on forever. No, they cannot. Uh, they they have to end at an appropriate time. To, and to quote Prince's uh, nineteen ninety nine, "Life is a party, and parties weren't meant to last." So true. That's so true. Um, I'm gonna take us out on a wonderful Canadian band from Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Yeah, you ever been there? Nope. Me neither. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be cool. Thought right? you would. No, yeah, Canadian. Oh, Canada! It's a big place, Canada. Yeah, and uh, I have not been to many parts of it. The so. Great Untamed North. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this is a, a trio called Nap Eyes. Have you... Yeah, uh, I have heard them. Yeah, I got into their 2016 album, Thought Rock Fish Scale. They're a three-piece, you know, just guitar, bass, drums. Power trio. Uh, but this was, like, really meditative and slow and, and pretty. And um, the songs for uh, their upcoming album have been a bit different uh this one rocks pretty good has some great uh feedback scratchy guitar solo going on and um yeah it's noisier and i'm way into that kind of has a maybe velvet underground feel to it Mm. as well so you know 60s rock vibe and yeah um well i i wanted to look at their album covers because that's really how i remember sometimes if i've heard a band and i think i heard one of these new songs because this album art is very like medieval looking and uh so i could see it being like yeah sort of a 60s referencing thing the uh the album's called i'm bad now and they thought of this um he heard a four-year-old kid he watched breaking bad and was like he's I'm bad, bad now, now. <laughs> no um he he thought of uh like i think his four-year-old uh nephew who is playing and all of a sudden he's like i'm bad now like to say <laughs> like i you know I'm, I'm switching up who i am i'm gonna be bad now and let's be bad and <laughs> and he kind of thought of that in an existential sort of way and then started thinking about the multiverse like is there a bad version of you and um evil abed yeah and talks about uh the songwriting on this as if he is like a a beautifully stoned version of of um columbo he's like a a, a (laughs) private eye going through the multiverse trying to get to the the bottom of uh existence human existence wow i don't he's like yeah murder she wrote in space (laughs) exactly this is murder she wrote in space man that sounds sounds like fun that sounds great i like the sound of that a lot but uh yeah the 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 press release copyright trademark uh, the the press release is very confusing talks a lot about science and the multiverse and like disparate timelines and this uh, sounds great to me and yeah i would have never really guessed that from the songs that i heard (laughs) okay i'm sorry i meant to bring this up earlier but speaking of timelines before we go out we need to talk about this so do you know have you ever heard of the mandela effect yeah basically like what the best example is like um the books called the Berenstain bears and a bunch of people remember it as Berenstain. So there's all these things that like culturally people remember them, but they're, they actually don't exist the way we remember them. And so it's this idea Mandela, Nelson Mandela dying was one that people thought he died, but like before Mm -hmm. he did. Um, And so that's why it's the Mandela effect. But so someone posted this, like who remembers of, the lamb chop song that never ends. Do you remember that show? Yes. Yeah. The kids show with the lamb puppet. And how do you remember that song going? Just, you don't have to sing it. Just song that the doesn't li- end. Yes. It goes on and on. You think friend. it doesn't end? Dude. I, it was always, this is the song that never ends. And that's the title of it. And I thought this was like, I was watching the video and I'm like, no, they say never ends. And I watched for like, 
five minutes and they never say it's never doesn't. ends. It's doesn't end. Yeah, that's so how I remember said, it. See, and me and Kyle Weird. were like, what? We remember as never. And then I was looking on Reddit and like, of course, someone else is like, this is a Mandela effect thing. And then someone was like, actually, it was around before Lamb Chop. So that version, the guy who originally wrote it, it was just a kid's song. It was a song that never ends. But I swear to God, I watched Lamb Chop and that curly-headed lady would yell at him, and he, they were singing Never Ends. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. So maybe Something. Columbo messed up all the timelines when he's trying to get to the bottom yeah, of human it, existence. And it, it done flip-flopped yeah, on you. It flipped the Lamb Chop song. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always remember it doesn't, and apparently I'm, I'm right. Well... Donald Trump's president, so I'm clear that we're in the worst timeline. Yeah, that's, so that is true. Um, on uh, that note, on that note, <laughs> let's, let's end the episode. Let's end the episode. We're gonna go out on uh, Nap Eyes with the song "Dull Me Line" from "I'm Bad Now," which is out March 9th on Paradise of Bachelors. But first, we're gonna talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in shout. <laughs> All right, I just got just got a little baby shouts. Um, first off, shouts to Brandy Carlisle. Uh, by the way, I forgive you. She's a great songwriter. Um, I'm looking forward to that. And Bell and Sebastian, How to Solve Our Human pa- Problem, Part Three. Part Two is great. So I want to see the the resolution of the triage. What you got? I got Super Chunk with What a Time to Be Alive. Can't wait for that one. We played two songs from that on this podcast. Um, we wanted to play a third. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> because did. uh, man, hey, you haven't listened to it yet. No, oh, and I geez. know it's on first list. Oh, jeez, jeez, right? oh man, that's probably that's really gonna be good. my driving home album. Oh, I check out. It's fantastic. Uh, we and then also Ott, 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 who uh, we played on the podcast as well. That album is called Room Inside the World. Room Inside the World. You and ought to listen to it. Yes, you ought to. I ought did. And uh, it's very, very good. It's different for them. And um, I believe there is a stream available. So yes. if you do it today on Valentine's Day, you're getting naughty with the Audi. So true. And uh, what better way to spend Valentine's exactly. Day? Uh, and then finally, an uh, album I'm super, super excited for. The singles have all been killer. U.S. Girls, In a Poem, Unlimited. Uh, Rosebud is one of my favorite yeah. songs of the year so far, and the rest of them are really good. Weird disco vibes on on them. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty interested. So those are the three I am looking forward to, my friendo. All right, well that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, as always, head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com and check out our wonderful website. And uh, you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. Subscribe to us, write us a review on iTunes, and tell everybody you know. Forget a Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeVen telling you, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeVen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This best song ever. I love you. Yeah.
Trying to forget what you say. 